welcome this morning. Let me just check and make sure that we are good and we are very good. All right. As you come in, just say hello so I can greet you. And uh, we're going to go before the Lord and we are going to pray this morning. It is Thursday, November the 10th. If for anything, you could come on here and get your date and day. <laughs> uh, it, it helps me whenever I say the day and date during this time. And so it is November the 10th. Uh, tomorrow is Veterans Day. And so uh, it's a day in uh, our country where we celebrate and remember and honor uh, those who have served uh, and, and we, we thank God for them. I'm, I'm thankful every day uh, for them. And so uh, today is the 10th. I think today is the U.S. Marine Corps birthday, though. <laughs> I'm always reminded that it's the U.S. Marine Corps birthday, not because of my dad, but because of a boss that I used to have who, you know, was a Marine and who always celebrated this day. It's always before Veterans Day. And so uh, happy birthday to the United States Marine Corps. Uh, and my dad was one. So happy birthday. And uh, let's see. This morning uh, I was reading our uh <laughs> our daily reading so if you're not reading with us we're reading in the you version uh bible app good morning henry god bless you today uh we were we, we've been reading in the you version bible app and it's going to change a little bit come december so we only have a few more weeks to finish up good morning and happy thursday ivan uh we only have a few more weeks to finish up uh what we're reading in psalms uh, and then if you would, we're going to do it different. So those who are in the version Bible app, and we'll talk about this a little more. Uh, if you go in your version Bible app and search under my church for Father's House Family Church, uh, you'll find our church in there. You'll see our logo. Uh, you'll find it there. Go ahead and make that your church. And the next reading we do together will be around the holidays. So we'll probably do uh, something around Christmas, uh, you know, uh, not around Christmas, but it will start December 1st. It will be about the Christmas season. And so uh, we'll start reading it together, but we'll do it through the church page, not my personal uh, version Bible. App. So when you go in the Version Bible app, search for Father's House Family Church. And when we make that uh, reading, that daily reading live, you'll get a notice. And so you can read with us. All right. But we were reading today in our daily Bible uh, reading in Psalm chapter 140, which is a psalm that was written by David. And uh, it's it's a song, you know, that he's, he's singing, but it's about the trouble, all the trouble that people, the opposition that people are bringing to him, you know, that are coming his way. And uh, he talks to God about rescuing him. And that's awesome. You know, he talks to God about, you know, uh, I know you'll come to my rescue. And then he starts to tell God how to rescue him. <laughs> he starts to tell God, you know, this is what they were going to do to me. Do that to them. And so he starts to go down the list of things that this is what you got to do to them. And, uh, I thought about my life and I'm like, have I ever given God pointers or instruction? on how to deliver me? And, and the answer to that would be yes. <laughs> yes, I thought of an, uh, one of the things I'm like, oh yeah, yes, I did. 
And so maybe you haven't, maybe it's just me and David that have, that have told the Lord, this is how I think you should (laughs) deliver me out of this one. Lord, do this, you know? Uh, And so I was thinking about that and, you know, he closed the Psalm. I I prayed to the Lord to do that a couple of times, but you know, thank God for his mercy, but he closed the Psalm uh, in a way that I think answers some of the questions and, and kind of brings him back to where, uh, he knows that God always answers us, uh, always rescues us, always delivers us. It may not look like what we want it to look like, uh, but he always does. And thank God for his mercy that it doesn't come out the way we want it to. Amen. But he answered him in a way, uh, at, at the end, he said, verse 12, I know and rest in confidence upon it that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted. I'm reading out of the Amplified Classic and will secure justice for the poor and needy of his believing children. And verse 13 says, surely the uncompromisingly righteous shall give thanks to your name. The upright shall dwell in your presence before your very face. Now those last two verses seem very different than the verses before it. So it's almost like he changes his train of thought and he's onto something else, but he's not. He's not onto something else. He's talking about the presence of the Lord. And if you'll remember, it reminded me, and I don't know if David is the writer of Psalm 91, if he's the psalmist who wrote uh, and penned this one, but it is in the Psalm and it's Psalm 91. It reminded me of this uh, because David ended in another translation. It says, I know the Lord will help those they persecute. He will give justice to the people. Uh, poor. Surely righteous people are praising your name. The godly live in your presence. That's how he ended it. The passion of verse 13 says, your godly ones will thank you no matter what happens for they choose and cherish your presence above everything else. Uh, your presence above everything else. It's in the presence of the Lord we see in Psalm 91, where we find safety, security, protection. In Psalm 91, it says, he who dwells or abides or makes his home in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed. This is the Amplified Classic. Under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no one can withstand. And then if you keep reading, it says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God on him. I lean and rely. And in him, I confidently trust. Now this is different than what David said in Psalm 140. In Psalm 140, he started with Lord, do you see these people? Do you see what they're doing? This is their plot and their plan against me. And I need you to do this. <laughs> this, is what, this is David's posture in Psalm 140. I need you to come and do this. In this chapter, it says, I'm not looking at the opposition. I'm worshiping and I'm praising the Lord, my deliverer. And I'm saying, you are my God and you I trust.
I'm going to him. I change what I set my attention on. And so I change my posture here. And then it says, verse three, after I do that, for then he will deliver you from the snail snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cut then, it says in Amplified Classic, it adds the then in, you know, the parentheses, and he will deliver you from the snare. Then he will cover you with his pinions and under his wings shall you trust and find refuge. His truth and faithfulness are a shield and buckler to you. Then it says, you shall not be afraid. You'll not be afraid. Why? Because you're not looking at it. You're not giving attention to it. Your attention is on the one in whose presence you're in. Your attention is on your worship to him. I'm not saying you sit at home and don't go to work and just sit in his presence. That's what, not what we're talking about. This is maintaining a, a posture of worship by keeping your attention on him off of the opposition. And so we look to him and then it says a thousand will fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Do you know that there's opposition in your life that hasn't even phased you? That you don't even know, you don't even know what you've been protected from. When you get to heaven, you'll know, but you don't even know because why? Because you've decided I'm in his presence. You, you were close to him. You cozy on up to him. <laughs> That's a good thing to do. Draw nigh to me, he says. So cozy on up to him and don't worry about the opposition. It will be like someone will come and say, did you see what they said on the news? No, I did not. You didn't see what happened on your street? No, I didn't. <laughs> you know, you didn't see what happened in your neighborhood, in your town, in your city. You didn't see what happened in our state? No, it says only from a distance. <laughs> As a spectator, far away in the shadow of the Almighty, will you see it? And when you are that far away from it, it looks so small. Ever sit in the nosebleed section of a stadium when you're looking down and everything looks so small? You're so far from all of this that it won't even shake you. It won't even affect you. Why? Because you are focused on him who you are close to. You are focused on him, not on the opposition. So you don't have to tell him what to do with it. You don't have to give him instruction <laughs> on what to do with it. You are in his presence, far away from anything that would ever uh, come against you. And so... Uh, if we'll live here, Jesus said to abide in my words and let my words make their home in you. And so the same with his, we abide in his word, we abide in his presence, and we are far from these things that come. We're far from opposition, it says. We're far from evil plots and slanders of the wicked. It won't even affect us. We're far from destruction, from sudden death, from terror. Hallelujah. Nothing can come, it says, from anything that tries to come near your dwelling. And in your dwelling is Jesus because you're dwelling in him. And so far, good morning, Eric. God bless you today. Uh, you're far away from anything that the enemy would bring uh, to you.
or try or attempt to bring to you. Praise the Lord. We don't need to tell God uh, how to rescue us. We don't need to give him instruction and to tell him, look what they're doing. Look what they're doing over there. Did you hear what they said about me? Did you see what they posted about me? Did you see what they're saying? Did you see, did you hear that? Did you hear what's coming in our state? Did you hear what's happening in our town? He already knows it. He's untouched by it. And so are we, if we'll stick with him. Amen. Good morning, mom. God bless you today. And so instead of doing what Psalm 140 did, because we realize that the book of Psalms, uh, a lot of the book of Psalms is David writing uh, in a time where he was depressed, in a time where he felt, you can see it, he felt like God was far from him. We don't have to live that way. I hope people realize. We'll have moments, you know, in our lives, but that should not be the norm where we live that way. Uh, David, we read those Psalms because then David always comes back to the answer. He doesn't, he always comes back to, but God, right? He always comes back to it. So we read the Psalms because they could really help us see if he was a king and, and all, imagine all the opposition that came against him. Imagine all the things he had to stand against and they didn't have Twitter and Facebook and, you know, all that, you know, Reddit and all that in those days, but they had their version of it. You know, they had their version of those things and all those, uh, the opposition and, and all of that. And they didn't have laws like we had in these days, you know? And so all of that came against him. And so he had opportunities to do that. And he would talk about how he felt God was far. God doesn't have to be far from us. In fact, he's given us the Holy Spirit on the inside. So we don't have to feel like God is far away. If God is feeling like he is far away from us, it's because we've stepped back from where we were yesterday. If, if there, there are times that we're giving more attention to something else and something has unseated him from his place in our lives, that's why he feels far because he never leaves us. He never steps back from us. He never leaves us or forsakes us. He never walks away from us and leaves us standing there alone. He never does. And so if we're feeling alone or if we're feeling like he's far, it's just we need to turn our attention to him. Turn our attention back to him and, and he'll feel closer than he's ever felt. Amen. Good morning, Linwood. God bless you this morning. Amen. We praise him. And so, and rather than doing Psalm 140 and instructing the Lord, about what to do about opposition because opposition is going to come. We didn't say it won't come. Opposition will come. Uh, and, and you see Psalm 91 says all these things will try to come near your dwelling, but it tells us what to do. We keep our attention because whatever we keep our attention on, uh, our faith goes in that direction. So if I look at something long enough or I listen to something long enough, my faith for that will increase. Well, if I keep my eyes on Jesus, and I keep my eyes on his word, my faith for him and his word coming to pass in my life will increase. Amen. Whatever our attention is on, 
That is what our faith will increase in. And so I don't want to be the one telling the Lord and instructing him how to deliver me like David did in that instance. I want to learn from the writer of Psalm 91, could have been David. I want to learn from him and do what he tells me to do. Keep my attention on Jesus and stay in his presence. Amen. Far away from opposition where I don't even see it. It doesn't even affect me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Good morning, Jean. God bless you today. Bless the Lord. So let's pray and let's go before the Lord. And maybe you are, maybe you're facing some opposition in your life. Opposition doesn't just come in the form of words, you know, from people or people against you. Opposition can come against your pocketbook, you know, your checkbook, your checking account. Opposition may come again. You may get a letter from the IRS. Uh, you may get, you know, <laughs> you may get, uh, your, your dryer may break like mine did last week, but thank God for his favor, which was very cheap to fix. Uh, you may get, uh, opposition may come your car don't start in the morning or you have a flat tire <laughs> you know all these things opposition may come in your marriage with your children they just I don't understand I couldn't get them off to school today without screaming and shouting and I don't like to do that you know whatever it is that's the opposition that we face on a daily basis well we can be untouched by these things uh, I love what Pastor Nancy did she got a letter after her husband uh, died she got a, a envelope. She said a love letter from the IRS about this thick. And so she said they handed it to her and she was like, oh, okay. And she said before she even looked at it, she set it down on her desk because she was heading out to church. She set it down on her desk and she said, thank you, Lord, for the supply. Because she didn't know what it was, but she said, thank you, Lord, for the supply. And she went ahead and just left the house. She didn't even look and see what it was. When she came back, she said it was a good thing that she said, thank you, Lord, for the supply, because it was six figures what they were saying she owed. By the time it was all done, because she took that posture of keeping her attention on the Lord instead of that opposition, because she did that, it went down to a couple thousand dollars, like maybe 50 for us, it would be a lot, but from six figures to like 15,000 is nothing absolutely nothing. And so you take your eyes off of the opposition and put your eyes on the Lord. Amen. And just cozy on up to him and just keep your attention on him. Amen. And let the other, let the opposition pass you by. You could be untouched, unfazed by it. Amen. Glory to God. Good morning, Quadwo. God bless you today. Oh, Jean, I hear you. There are weeks that we have that. There are weeks that we have that, but thank God we have the answer. Amen. Father, we just thank you and we praise you today. We give honor and glory to you because you're the one who always leads us to the answer. And this morning we have found the answer in Psalm 191. We saw the answer in Psalm 91 this morning. You tell us to stay and make our home in your presence, keeping our attention on you, taking our attention off of opposition, off of strife, off of the things that are around us. 
the slander, the evil plots, the terror by night, all of those things, keeping our eyes off of that and putting our eyes on you. You tell us to abide in your presence and to talk about you, the answer. And so we do that. We make that course correction this morning rather than doing what we saw in Psalm 140, where we focus on the opposition and tell you what we think the answer to that opposition is. And this is what you should do on our behalf. We don't do that this morning. We don't do that. Instead, we cherish what it says at the end of Psalm 140. We cherish your presence. And we do what Psalm 91 verse 2 tells us to do. We say of you, Lord, you are our refuge. You are our fortress. You are our God. In you, we put all of our trust. We keep our eyes on you. We behold and we look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, the one who completes our faith. We look to your word and we say, you've done it once before and you can do it again. Hallelujah. We say, you are our refuge in the time of trouble. You are an ever present help in time of trouble. We say that the name of the Lord is a strong and mighty tower and me <laughs> i'm the righteous we're the righteous we run into that strong and high tower and we are saved hallelujah saved from opposition saved from terror by night saved from any plot and strategy of the enemy we are safe and secure in the arms of our father hallelujah he is a loving father who withholds nothing good from his children and he's given us the Holy Spirit. He's given us his power on the inside. He's strengthened us with divine might so we can overcome. Hallelujah. And Jesus always causes us to triumph. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we say of you, Lord, we say of you, Lord, you are our refuge in our fortress, our God in you. We put our trust and then and then we see the salvation of the Lord. We see you do what you want to do. We don't tell you what to do. You do what you do right. <laughs> you do it right every time. And so we let you work. We, we step aside. We stay hidden and safe. We stay close to you. And we let you do the work. We let you do the work. It's the Father who does the work. And so we allow you to do that. We submit our will. We submit our praise. We submit our worship to you. And we thank you, Father, that you do the work. And when you do a work, you do it well. And you don't stop until it's complete. And so we thank you that you are a starter and a finisher. Hallelujah. We thank you for it. And we'll just keep praising and worshiping you until it's done. <laughs> until it's done. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's what faith does. And so that's what we do. We look to you in faith. When I say you are my Lord in you, I trust. 
I'm trusting you concerning that opposition. I'm trusting you. My faith in you is there. My faith is present. It's now. Faith is now. And I thank you. I thank you as if it's already done. We thank you. So come on and thank him and praise him. Give him glory. It doesn't matter what it is in your life that maybe has come against you this week or this month or this year. And it's a battle that you seem to be just in. The the Lord told The Lord told Norval Hayes that the reason why people aren't seeing their victory is because they're not worshiping him enough. Their attention is on the problem and not on him. So come on and worship him. If we'll get our worship level up to where it needs to be, we'll see the breakthroughs much quicker. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we praise you. It's not Friday, but guess what? We can still praise him. (laughs) Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We give you glory and honor and praise because we are settled. Our heart is settled in your word because your word has made its home in us and we have made our home in your word. And so we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you that it's already done. Hallelujah. It's already done. Hallelujah. It's already done. The victory has been won. Hallelujah. It's already done it's already done. It's already done. (laughs) Oh, so we thank you, Father, because the victory has already been won. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter what the opposition. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter what I face. It's already done. I've already won. Hallelujah. Oh, I've already won. Hallelujah. Because Jesus causes me to triumph. Hallelujah. Oh, he's won the victory. Oh, so I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Yes, I thank you, Lord. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for the victory. (laughs) Yes, I thank you, Lord. Oh, it doesn't matter what I see. Oh, it doesn't matter what I feel. Doesn't matter what I hear. I know I've got the victory. I know I have the victory. I know I have your victory. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. The devil can launch the biggest attack he's ever launched in your life and you will still overcome. If you will keep your attention on Jesus, if you will keep your attention on him, you will walk through that untouched. (laughs) Overwhelming victory is yours if you'll believe it and walk in it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. Oh, don't say that because if you say that the devil might hear you. I want him to hear me. I want him to hear me. Hallelujah. We are not afraid of the enemy. If we are afraid of someone who has been stripped of power, we need to renew our minds. Amen. We don't, we don't, we're not afraid of what the enemy is capable of because he's not capable of much if we don't let him. If we don't give him the power, he, he has the power of suggestion. 
and he'll suggest things to you. But again, I turn my attention to Jesus. I turn my attention to him. I don't look all around me. I just keep my focus on him. Oh, I look to Jesus. I look to Jesus. I look to Jesus. Oh, I look to him. I don't turn my attention to other things around me, but I focus on Jesus and whatever the enemy's doing, I'm not interested in it. I'm only interested in what my father has to say and what my father is doing. Amen. Glory to God. I love how the Holy Spirit will lead us in a scripture verse. That came just, I was doing my daily Bible reading. And I said, you know, this is interesting. And so I said, let me just start writing this down. The Lord has me writing a lot. So I just started writing out what David was saying in Psalm 140. I never knew I would end up in Psalm 91. I never knew I would end up uh, just talking about this today. I didn't know. We didn't know, but the Holy Spirit knows exactly what we need. And so keep your eyes on him. Amen. When you're doing something as simple as your daily Bible reading, (laughs) ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Before you go in there, go with pen and paper because that means you're expecting. Amen. And he always comes through. Glory to God. Well, bless the Lord. Thank you for joining me today. I pray that you are encouraged and just keep your attention on Jesus. Tomorrow, we're going to praise. We're going to praise tomorrow. Hallelujah. And uh, we thank you for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. Have an awesome day in the Lord. Be blessed all day long today. God bless you.